showtime. to the Rosie and Bill show. In fact, this is our first Zoom show. You know, when times get tough, you got to do what you got to do to bring the show to the people. So we are Zooming. And this is this is actually kind of fun. It's, uh, it's a new thing for us. And we're going to do our best to get through this uh, as cleanly as possible. And we have got a great show lined up for you tonight. Just, just a great show. In fact, you know what? I think it's probably best if I stop talking and let my co-host say a few words. <laughs> yes, because our guest tonight is very near and dear to my heart. It is my dear, dear friend, Gina Lombardi, who is better known to her clients as Coach Lombardi. She is one of LA's premier fitness trainers and also the author of a book called Deadline Fitness, which I'm happy to say may come in quite handy for those of us who have indulged just a little bit too much during this quarantine. So Gina, thank you for walking into your office and logging onto the computer and joining us for the show. <laughs> it was the worst commute, but I made it. <laughs> you did. No, really, since we started this show, Bill and I have talked about wanting to have you on the show and because you're in LA and we're on the East Coast, you know, it just wasn't plausible. But now this is one of the upsides of this stay in place is that we can do this and it's completely and utterly fine. It's amazing. In fact, you could have so many people on your show now that you didn't think you could before. And yes. in fact, Kevin and I were just talking about that because we have some people we want to throw your way that would be wonderful. Because I love what you guys are doing on this show. You're so positive. You yes. live positive. You Gina has positive. her hat on. That's right. I wear it all the time because my clients will do what I do, especially when I'm with them for that hour or so. So if I'm positive, they're gonna and they're gonna be positive for the rest of the day. And the way I know that is because their family tells me. <laughs> they're like they'll say, "Oh, you didn't work out today with Gina, did you?" No, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> wow. So, well, and it's not great. me. It's it's the the exercise. It's working out is so powerful. Well, gee, so powerful that. That really brings me to the first thing that, that I wanted to talk to you about. And I know Bill and I had talked about this the other night about the stress of this pandemic. And on a personal note, how has this impacted you? And on a professional note, how has it imp impacted your business, but also your clients? And how mm -hmm. has exercise fit into dealing with all of this? Really good questions. Um, well, Personally, the impact has been good on me because as an LA trainer and someone who didn't want to own a gym because I didn't want to have that. See, I love the personal part of training. When I train you, I go into your home. I see how you live. That's part of the assessment that I do. I look in your refrigerator. I want to see the space that you have to work out in. I want to see, is there a dog? Are there kids? Is there a a husband, an ex-husband, a boyfriend, like what is your environment like? 
Because if that's not all cleaned up and decluttered, how are you going to be able to peacefully work out, peacefully meditate, and do the things you need to do in your sanctuary, which is really what your home is? Sounds like a very holistic approach. Totally. I, I really believe in it. I do. And you'll see a lot of the doctors now, well, a lot of the functional medicine doctors, especially out here in LA, they look at the whole picture. They're not just looking, throwing a drug at something and saying, you know, uh, call me back when the lupus appears, you know, they really are looking at everything. And I've always been that way myself as a trainer, because I think it's super important in giving the person the best possible result. So um, for me, it, it actually, okay, I'm going to tell you something. I told Kevin about three months ago, I said, you know what? I am doing too much. I need about two weeks off. I just need two weeks. To oh, just no, you're not... a very powerful manifester, Gina. Oh, boy, boy <laughs> did I manifest that. And then all of a sudden, like a month later, everything shuts down. I was like, I didn't mean that. <laughs> but it's kind of, it's what happened. And I could not be happier because for me now going into your second part of your question, which how did, how did it impact my business? It actually was seamless for me. And I feel lucky because I've already been doing Zoom, FaceTime, Skype workouts with my clients for the last 10 years because a lot of them are actors, musicians, comedians. I even have a magician who's amazing, who are always on tour. So we're always working out in hotel gyms, in the, in the room, like whatever the, like they have, I'll do something for them with that. So this isn't anything new to me, but what it did do was force me to train like all of my clients this way, okay? So I don't have to drive 150 miles a day anymore which if any, if you know LA and Rosie, I know you know it, it is brutal to be in the car that much every day, going from house to house to house to house. So 150 miles locally, that's a lot. And it's a lot of gas too. I haven't, I've, I'm still in the same tank of gas I had March 9th. Wow. <laughs> it's May 1st. Wow. <laughs> I haven't bought gas in like two months, three months, whatever. I lost track. That's awesome. Well, I wanted to uh, piggyback a little bit, Gina, on that. When you mentioned about the assessment and you, you look at the refrigerator, you look at the surroundings, and <clears throat> I'm, on, a, on a side note, I think you said you look and see if there's a husband, an ex-husband, and a boyfriend. I'm just wondering like, if all three were in the all house, three. And, I could, <laughs> and I could make yes. you know, a, a team workout. But um, Yeah, I've seen it all. <laughs> what other factors? Uh, do you look at when assessing, you know, a, a potential client or a client other than the things you mentioned, are there, are there a lot of other things that you look at as well? Yes. Um, in fact, the first time I meet with you, I do, I spend two hours with you asking you questions. So I have a full medical questionnaire that I developed when I was a student at UCLA and um, me and some of my professors helped me. I, made it up and then they you know corrected it or adjusted it if they needed to so i go through a complete medical history and orthopedic orthopedic history a nutritional history and then i look at their home and i see where would be the best safest place for them to work out and then i give them a list of things like you know minimal amount of things they want to they want to get um to work out with or 
some people have enough space to actually create a full-blown gym in their house, which for me is 90% of my clients. So they have full on, and I've designed many gyms. So, you know, with machines, dumbbells, you know, all kinds of different toys, I like to call them, that you can use to work out with TheraBands, bands, kettlebells, medicine balls, you know, you name it. Yeah, because you do a lot of different, you kind of, you do traditional workouts, but you also do a lot of my experience just from knowing you over the years of non-traditional workouts, like things that, that kind of employ people's likes and things that they gravitate toward. Yeah. And that's part of the questionnaire that I go over with them when I first meet them. And I also am looking at who they are. Like in my questionnaire, I ask them, where did you grow up? What was your child? Like, what, what was your family life like? Were you active? Um, you know, did you go to college? Where did you go? Did you ride your bike? Like, I want to see the whole picture. And when I get all those questions answered, then I know what I have to do to make this fun for them. Um, note, you can take any of the hundreds of clients I've had over the last 30 years and, and, and take any, take five of them and no workout will be the same. So no workout is ever the same, even now. You know, I have clients that I see three times a week. I have clients that I see five times a week. The workout is always different, but I always have the same pillars in mind when I do their workout. So we have to warm up. We have to do strength training. We have to do some kind of cardio uh, or plyometric type of work, you know, part of the workout. And then we have to do flexibility training. Balance is another area that I put in, especially for older people. Um, it's good for everyone, but I've found that the seniors need it more because that's one of the first things to go. So those five pillars are really the ones that I, I always keep in every workout. Wow. And then more, some, some people need more of one thing than the other. Gee, that sounds so great. Like I want to sign up with you right now. You know, the funny thing is, is I've been doing like aerobics since this quarantine, uh, I had been going to the gym in the morning before work, which was unheard of. And, and Bill was like patting me on the back every day, like, because I'm not a morning person. But the good thing about this, and it ties into what you just said about balance and, and kind of the whole body approach is I got into like the workouts that I do and, and haven't done aerobics or any kind of dance or anything like that for years. And I'm, you know, just moving your arms all the time over your head. It's like, wow, this is really great. I feel like I'm now incorporating my whole body into a workout. And I feel better because I was starting to get concerned about the fact that I need to do yoga. I need to do something mm-hmm. to, to start, you know, getting the flexibility back and, and making sure that I'm taking care of myself. So yeah, I definitely think that um, first of all, this can be a plus side to people being quarantined, but also to the way you approach your training is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Namaste. <Nope. laughs> um, yeah, Bill. Yeah, I, I was, Rosie just brought up the, um, you know, the fact, again, like we all know, we, we are quarantined or, you know, in, in our homes. And one of the things that Rosie and I have discussed recently, and I think it's not just us, I think it's a lot of people, your, your schedule uh, is difficult to keep. 
Rosie just talked about how she was getting to the gym early in the morning before she came to the office. And, you know, I had a, a routine. She had a routine. I'm sure we all had a routine. And from what I've seen and heard, there are people now whose routines are completely out of whack, staying up till three, four in the morning, watching something <laughs> on Netflix, hopefully mine, nine, and then, you know, doing whatever else it is. Thank you for that. Yeah. For that uh, shameless plug for Kevin's film. We, yeah, we should say Gina's husband. I, don't forget what you were saying, though, please. Yeah. But Gina's husband, Kevin Sizemore, is a fantastic actor. And he started a movie called Mine Nine, um, which is about the coal mines in West Virginia. And it's it's just a wonderful, yeah. so well done movie. And and then her son, Gunnar Sizemore, is also an actor, a performer. He does a lot of voiceover work all around talented young man and so we are going to have both of them on the show <gasps> as well if they will, if they, will. Yeah. They, they would love it so, so turn off tiger are... king and put on mine nine yeah, yeah right. um, <laughs> so <laughs> go back to your, your yeah here's here's where i was going with that is um you know people are staying up till two three getting up whenever and i'm wondering has that impacted what you do do you have clients that are struggling to keep a schedule and, and how do you deal with that if it comes up? Oh, it's such a good question because I've actually loved that they're staying up late and they're getting up later because I can do the same thing. And I never could do that before because I've all, I always get up at five. And not that that's a bad thing. I think it's good to get up early and go to bed early. I think it's great. It's good for the body. But you know what? It sort of feels like vacation right now. It's really <laughs> odd. And a lot of my people who are really hardcore, hard workers, um, I'm thinking of one in particular who, a guy, young guy who has a new baby, um, got married two years ago, now has a new baby, and he's always on tour. And everything stopped because, you know, no one's yeah. traveling, right? And he does big events. So, um, He's now sleeping later. Um, he literally has not much to do. And it's, it's really changed his schedule because he was the one that always wanted to work out first thing in the morning. And now he's like, do you have like two in the afternoon? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Who are you? Who are you? And to be honest, he's in the best shape of his life now. Hmm. Okay, he was always in great shape. I always tell him he looks like Jesus because he has like the body of Jesus, you know, where he's just like lean and cut and um, he's not a bulky guy. He's like really athletic and, and fantastic. But I've been able to put more mass on him since quarantine because he has more time to work out. Hmm. Before I was training him on, his, on the set at his location in Burbank when he was doing his show and literally on his lunch hour, he would, he would go in the bathroom, change his clothes into workout clothes. We would work out in the meeting room. And sometimes his writers would be in there with us. And here we are working out and he's answering questions while he's working out to the writers. If he like, they like this or he likes that or whatever. And um, I just roll with it because I know this is what he has to do. And I don't complain about it. And I give, I give the client what they needed at the time. I go with, you know, whatever's happening, but I'm always focused on them. So um, if that's what he needed to do, that's what we did. But sometimes we'd only get one workout in a week, maybe two. Now we're doing three, four workouts a week. 
So he's loving it. I'm loving it. And he's getting even a better result because he's able to focus. And that's one thing to answer your question earlier, Ro, the third part of your question, how is it affecting the clients? I told them when this started, as soon as we heard about the lockdown or the, you know, stay at home order, I said, think about it through, look at it through this window. Take this time to work on yourself because you're never going to get it like this again. Like, unless we get a second wave of the virus, hopefully not. But you're not going to get this again. Why not work on yourself and set some things in place that you can continue after this shutdown is over? What? advice do you give to say just everyday folks like me and bill um who i wouldn't say you're everyday (laughs) who are home now and um what what kind of workouts can they do if they don't if they couldn't get those last set of two pound dumbbells at at uh (laughs) dicks online when when this all went down (laughs) stop Why'd you have to pick that store? <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> what? Tell us. Give give our give our audience some tips on how they oh. can stay in shape during the rest, the remainder of this stay in place. Okay. Well, the best thing to do is to try, 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 and even if it's a different schedule than you than you were on before, try to create a schedule and make an appointment with yourself to work out. Figure out when is the best time, when is the time you feel the most energetic? If you're not a morning person, do not force it because you literally won't get the best result that way. Like I know for me, I'm fine working really early, but I don't like to work out till about four in the afternoon because that's when I I feel like working out and that's when I feel good. So um, pick a time, Put it on the schedule. You know, if you have a schedule on your refrigerator or whatever, uh, maybe that's not the best place. (laughs) Wherever you have your schedule in your phone or whatever and make an alarm go off. Five minutes before you want to work out, make that alarm go off and and then make it happen. You know, now if you need somebody to help you make it happen, I'll give you an example. My son Gunner is 15. And he is a self-motivated kid. He really is. Like, I don't have to tell him twice to do anything. He's a good kid. But um, he's made it a point, and I told him this from the beginning of the quarantine, since all sports are shut down, he plays basketball and volleyball, I said, you've got to work out. You can't be sitting in your room and sitting in front of the TV or video games the whole time. So I said, I don't care what you do. Like, you can do cardio. You can do weights. We can do body weight stuff but you have to do something. Well, he made, he makes an appointment that right after school, he gets a snack. And then I go in there into the back room with him into my gym and we work out. I put him through a workout. He looks forward to it. Now, not everybody's parent is a trainer. I understand that. There are so many free workouts online right now. You know, you can do group classes. You can do Peloton. Peloton's delivering bikes to your house now. Um, there's lots of free strength training workouts. There's my book. Um, my book has so many workouts in it for every type of situation. Thank you, Ro. (laughs) Um, there's a whole section on if you are going to a gym, there's a section if you're at home and you have some equipment 
And there's a section for if you're anywhere and have no equipment. So there's really no excuse. You don't have to worry about buying a lot of stuff, spending money. You could work out with nothing and get the workout of your life. And I guarantee it. I guarantee it. It's you just, know, I, you don't, if you don't know what to do, then you might need a little bit of help finding that out. Uh, just, just so you know, um, this goes in the necessity is the mother of invention category. Yes. Uh, right before the shutdown, I had been given the go ahead to do some light arm work, which I wasn't able to do for almost a year after my right. surgery. Your surgery. And so I, I got a little creative and I took uh, basically a broomstick and a couple of gallon jugs of water, shoved the broomstick through them and I was able to do some curls. Oh my God, can I, oh, that brings, that brings me back to growing up in a house with five brothers and in the basement, my dad was really into Charles Atlas and he was really into lifting weights. My father was an oral surgeon and a dentist. And so we grew, I grew up with weights, you know, in the basement, but my brothers would, you know, make up some of this stuff so that we could do more. And that was one of the things we did. And in fact, who cares? You could use this water bottle and I've done it. Like if somebody just had surgery or they, you know, weren't strong enough to lift more than this is probably like 18 ounces, um, you know, a little more than a pound, I would have them use two. And this just happened a couple weeks ago because I have someone who just went through chemo and she's um, in her seventies and she was in fantastic shape before the cancer. And then after the chemo, she was extremely weak. So we were using water bottles and one pound weights to work out, you know, over Zoom like this. And it was perfect. Um, you don't need fancy equipment. You don't even need equipment. You can be really creative with what you have, with a coffee table, doing dips, doing decline push-ups with your feet up on a, on a table and your hands on the floor. Um, you can hook your feet under a table and do, do uh, sit-ups. Um, there's so many things you can do. You can get a really expensive pull-up bar, which is one of the things we got as soon as quarantine started. Uh, got Gunner and Kevin a pull-up bar with three different hand grips because you know they were both complaining that when, they, when they're at the gym, they can't do pull-ups. So I said, well, you guys are gonna do pull-ups. Every time you walk by that thing, you have to do five. Wow. Well, now they're up to doing 20, 25 pull-ups in a row, which is a lot for somebody like Kevin's 190 pounds, Gunner's 140 pounds, but for not having done it before, it's just the consistency, which is my tagline, by the way, consistency yeah. equals results. Hmm. And just like, you know, you have live positive, mine is consistency equals results. Because if you're not doing it weekly, it's not going to happen. The results are not going to happen. So simple yet so profound and so true. And yeah. it's not going to happen overnight. No, but it can happen very quickly. The results can happen really quickly if you just put the effort into it and the consistency into it. And if you're not overdoing it in the kitchen too. Because, um, you know- One well, more lucky charms. Uh, <laughs> no way. Uh, one of the things that I've said to my clients for years and years and years is you cannot out-train a bad diet. Mm. And then everybody started stealing my quote. <laughs> I noticed. I like that. Because I, I always say that on my on the news that I would do. And then all of a sudden I heard all the other trainers saying it. And I'm like, okay. But it's true. You can't out train a bad 
diet. And, you know, here's another tip, because this is something that I don't think people realize, that the best thing you should do is put protein and fat and carbs together. Don't put carbs and fat together, because carbs plus fat equals fat, okay? Carbs plus fat equals fat on your body. If you put protein and fat together, you get leaner. So if you're going to drop something out of a meal, don't let it be the protein. Right. Don't do carbs and fat by themselves. And it's just like by having two fuels. Yeah. And just by on. tweaking those two things, you'll immediately get a better result. Um, I had the worst trouble with vegans because especially if they started out overweight and I'm not against being a vegan at all. And if it's something that you really want to do, I think that's great. Um, personally, I did it for four years and I was so unhealthy. I lost a lot of muscle mass. It, it just wasn't right for me. And I was doing it correctly too, because I know a lot of people don't know how to do it. But it just wasn't right for me, but I've seen it work for other people. But right. you do have to make sure that you're getting the right amount of protein when you're doing that. Well, that's great advice, Gina. And for those of you who would like to get the book, it's available on Amazon in hardcover and paperback, right, Gina? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And, and she gives all kinds of tips in here. Again, ex examples, pictures, directions. So, um, Oh, this, there's Kevin in there. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> he was, um, my inexpensive model. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's very in depth and thorough. So we just want to say, Gina, thank you so much for coming and talking to us and sharing all of your many, many years and hard work and expertise with us. And we really want to have you on the show again. I would love okay. to. I'd love to get an update on how you guys are doing with your quarantine. Yes. Your quarantine workouts. Yes. But it's a pleasure. I've, I've always wanted to be on here with you guys and I really appreciate you and I love your message. Everything you do is so positive and that's the way the whole world should be. Oh, thank, so you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Folks, thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week.